What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to another podcast coming at you on a Friday night. We just had to bring this to you because there's some crazy stuff going on. Uh, one of the most crazy round ones I think I've seen since I've started watching football, in all honesty, with the amount of trades that happened. I think I stopped watching it for 20 minutes because someone came in my room to say something. I turn around, AJ Brown's been traded, Marquise Brown's been traded. Uh, all this stuff's happened, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh First thing we're going to talk about, we're watching the draft live as this goes on right now. Two huge big-name guys who are projected to go in the first round, uh, one because of a bad quarterback class and one because of his pure talent, have fallen to round three today. Uh, first, we're going to talk about Nakobe Dean, um, the linebacker from Georgia. Uh, many think this guy is going to be a great player. There must have been some sort of JOK situation because JOK didn't even fall this far. And Dean was kind of in the same class as him. And yeah. now he's gone at pick 83 in the Nine, round. Or, yeah, 83. Which is insane. There must have been some, you know, heart condition, yeah. something wrong, because I feel like we're yeah. missing out on something. Jose, yeah. obviously, let's just talk about the Eagles in general. They landed Jordan Davis in the first round with a trade-up. Assuming that they were trying to get Jamison Williams, they said, F it. We're going to go and get an established guy instead. They go to Tennessee. Hey, we're giving you pick 18. You go get Traylon Burks. Give us A.J. Brown because you guys aren't going to pay him. That's a scary team in the NFC East. It might be the best team in the NFC East right now. I want to hear your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. The Eagles had a scary, scary good, I mean, offseason in general. I mean, they restructured Fletcher Cox's contract, brought him back on a one-year They've still got Javon Hargrave. Now they take Jordan Davis to learn under both of those guys. And then they pass on Nakobe in the second, take their future center, who Jason Kelsey literally just said is basically a mini version of him. That's and, high praise. And they're still able to get Nakobe Dean in the third round. And they got AJ Brown. Like, as a Cowboys fan, I am upset, one, but also. Kind of hype to be able to have, you know, a high level of competition in the NFC East. The Cowboys, or not the Cowboys, the Giants also get Kayvon Thibodeau, which is going to be super fun to watch him against Tyler Smith twice a year now. <laughs> so, yeah. Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> I keep going back to the Cowboys, but as an Eagles fan, I if I was an Eagles fan, I'm fucking hype right now because you just got arguably the best Ooh, middle linebacker. We just got a Southern Alabama receiver, Jalen Tobert. You guys just picked at pick 88 right now. Eh, eh, eh. I mean. Yeah, eh, eh is right. Eh. <laughs> we did need to go receiver, but. Eh. You'll see how he be, is. I don't know too much yeah. about him. Um, yeah. Like we said, Eagles. Definitely a top of the list of draft winners. I think the team yeah. that's had the best draft so far, you got to go with the Jets. They potentially yeah. got the best receiver in the draft, the best corner in the draft, the be one of the top three edge rushers in the draft, and they got the best, the best running back in the draft. That's You don't see that happen much. Um, yeah. I, From what I had been hearing, Jermaine Johnson was expected to potentially go number four overall. They go back and trade back into the first round after already selecting Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner to get him, and then they get Brees yep. Hall on top of that. Uh, 
insane. You know, it kind of signifies the end of the Michael Carter era, in my honest opinion. You know, Brees Hall is just such a better prospect. Uh, I think we've mm-hmm. been knowing this ever since he's been dominating there at Iowa State. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about this team? Because I think if Zach Wilson takes just a good enough second year jump, they can really be the second best team in this division. Yeah, they are. They are going to look to contend in this division. It's it's not as hot as it may sound because this team is low key putting together a very nice young squad. If Zach Wilson can just be, you know, above average, he can be, you know, a fringe, you know, 25 touchdown, 4,000 yard guy. Like that's, that's really all they need. They've got all the weapons they need. Their O-line, they're sticking with Becton. They've got Brees Hall now. If they use, you know, Michael Carter as sort of a committee type thing that, you know, that's going to be a solid, solid team over there. And man, 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 man. As a Jets fan, I'm hyped for the future too. Same with the Eagles. Like they're building a very, very solid young core. This is oh, exciting. A hundred percent. Again, we're going to look at pick 20. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they decide to get the guy who knows how to play in that stadium. They go Kenny Pickett. Many weren't thinking that. It was presumed that after countless meetings together that Malik Willis was going to be that guy to be the Pittsburgh Steelers heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. It seems like they've gone Pickett, you know, more of an NFL ready prospect. Uh, I think he's got a Kirk Cousins S ceiling, which as much as Kirk Cousins get hated on Kirk Cousins is a good NFL quarterback. He can play like a top 12 quarterback at times, you know, when he's on his game. Um, yeah. What is your opinions on Pickett being the pick and Malik Willis falling all the way to the third round to go to the Tennessee Titans to potentially replace Tannehill in the next few years. Yeah. It's honestly pretty surprising for Malik Willis to fall all the way to pick 86 when a lot of mocks had him, you know, sometimes even in the top 10, I saw some mocks, you know, the lions taking him, the Steelers taking him at 20, but I think Pickett is probably a better fit with the Steelers. I mean, a much more, you know, polished style player. And I mean, they also got Pickens to pair with, you know, they're already very solid receiver core. So pick it to Pickens. He doesn't have to start right away. Trubisky will probably start day one if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, I don't expect them to necessarily be anywhere near the playoffs, but they might surprise some, some people next year. Yeah. Um, Perhaps one of the teams that, made one of the more interesting drafts because I feel like their quarterback got more angry, but at the same time, their team got better. And in this case, there could be two teams I'm talking about here because there's the Packers and then there's the Ravens. Ravens, they traded Marquise Brown to reunite him with Kyler Murray out in the desert, but they got potentially two of the best players in this draft in the first round with Tyler Linderbaum uh, that Mm -hmm. they traded back into for, and they got Mm -hmm. Kyle Hamilton, who immediately solidifies himself into the defensive player of the year run with being in that system. He's going to be, he could be the best, Ed, I mean, best safety there since, you know, Ed Reed or Eric Weddle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. that he's that good of a player. Um, and then in the second round, 
They go and get a steal. And if he can play like he did at Michigan with David Ojabo, if he comes back healthy, that's going to be a great pick for them. You know, they missed out on getting Zadarius Smith. He kind of played them, decided to go to the Vikings. If he can fill that role for them, because they always lose their pass rushers, it seems like, whenever any of them are decent. Um, that's just an unfortunate situation. So, yeah, the Vikings, a good draft. So, I mean, the sorry, the Ravens. And they also got Travis Jones, who's a good defensive tackle in the third round. Um, yeah. What's your opinions on this uh, Ravens team? Because now Rashad Bateman should be the guy to step into wide receiver one role with guys like Duvernay in there. You still have Mark Andrews. It's objectively a worse receiving core. They spent, I mean, on no offensive skill position so far, and there's not really much of guys that jump off the page further down this board. But what do you think about Baltimore? You know, competing in the most the competitive conference we've seen in a long time. Uh, how are yeah. they there? I I love their first round. I mean, obviously, this is an, a Ravens fan dream, despite you know the bittersweet. Of, of losing Marquise Brown. But I mean, Kyle Hamilton, who before, you know, before the combine, many had as, you know, a top five player in this draft. You know, I even said he could turn out to be the best player in this draft. Tyler Linderbaum, the best interior O-lineman in the draft, also a need for them. And I mean, David Ojabo in the second, that's such a huge steal. Travis Jones, a plug and play guy, a huge nose tackle which they also needed uh, with, I believe, Brandon Williams they just lost. Um, yeah. Probably the best defensive fit that they could have gone with Travis Jones here. I mean, he's going to be there for a while. This D-line is going to be disgusting next year, and that's something you need in this division. I mean, we talk about this division as sort of the gritty, you know, down-in-the-trenches style of division, and, I mean, they're, they're definitely geared up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, losing Hamilton. losing Marquise Brown, like, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to piss off Lamar though, because you know he's the guy that's leading your franchise, and uh, he hasn't signed his extension, has he? I don't think he has. Uh, if I'm correct, he hasn't signed his extension. So, um, I do want to ask though, we haven't talked about your Cowboys yet. Um, you went offensive line in the first round, which. You know, like you said, you were going to jump off a bridge or do something crazy if they didn't. Uh, they go out, go to Tulsa, they get Tyler Smith. Uh, I think they were hoping to see a guy like Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green go there, but they got they went higher than people expected at 15 and 17, respectively. Um, was this the guy that you wanted? Did you want uh, a Bernard Raymond out of uh, Central Michigan who ended up going in the third round, crazy enough? Um What's your thoughts on him as a, you know, a raw prospect to replace Leo Collins's production? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he's going to have to start right away, which is probably not the best thing for him, uh, especially in a team that, you know, gets such high, not praise, but like the Cowboys O-line is like, you know, that's like pedigree right there. So if you're having to start right away as a rookie, you better be able to play. And if he can't play right away, it's it's not going to be a good look. Um, but yeah, this was the guy I wanted originally. I mean, it was either him or Linderbaum, but I, I doubt Linderbaum could be moved to tackle. Um, so this was the best option. We had a huge hole at tackle after losing Lyle Collins. 
Uh, and we also lost Connor Williams to the Dolphins. But, I mean, we have Connor, small Connor, Connor McGovern, who I guess is going to take that role. But, like, we had nobody at tackle. So, if we didn't go tackle, we were kind of screwed. So, hopefully he can he can at least, you know, not be a liability. That's really all I want. It's just yeah. don't be a liability. A hundred percent. I got to ask, kind of – Going away from like the top, top guys of this draft, and he can still be first round. What's a guy that you're excited for in his new system that you think can really show out, or a guy that the fit just like it seems like it fits like a glove? Maybe you're looking second, third round already, or maybe it's a first round guy that you're like, wow, I'm so happy he's in that system. Yeah. Um, James Cook is a super, super good fit for the Buffalo Bills. We've been talking about them getting a running back, you know, who they can just utilize as a workhorse. And I mean, this is a guy you can use, you know, between the tackles. He can catch, he can catch passes out the backfield. So I think him and Devin Singletary, I believe they still have Zach Moss, you know, they showed to have a better run game there. Mm-hmm. Another, another same, same type deal, Ken Walker, him and Rashad Penny, like one of my uh, favorite analysts. Theo Ash, <laughs> like they, he said they unironically have the best running back tandem in the league. And I might have to agree. I mean, these are, it's Cleveland, it's, but it's close. Yeah. It, this is like a one, a really nice one, two punch here. I mean, Ken Walker, Rashad Penny, they got Charles Cross. It's going to be nice. I don't know what they're doing with their QB situation, but their run game is at least solid. Um, another one. I'm super happy happy for Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. So happy for that guy. Michael Strahan says he's going to be his mentor. So that's the guy who has the sack record, of in the single season yeah. sack record, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they were trying to paint the narrative of him being a diva, and then all of a sudden he's gone to New York, you know, the bright lights and everything. But I think he's really built for that type of system. If he ended up in Houston or Detroit or something, I don't think he would have the same, like, not motor, but, like, I don't know, just, like, that dog, you know? Like, yeah. with the bright lights of New York, I feel like he just performs better. Um, and, I mean, he's going to play the Cowboys twice a year on national television, so. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, my favorite fit's got to be my my guy, uh, my favorite player from this draft, Traylon Burks, going to mm. the Titans – his comp is literally AJ Brown slash like Debo Samuel. He's filling yeah. a role for him. Is it too soon to say that this is like a Stefan Diggs, like Justin Jefferson situation? Not in the fact that he's going to be as good as Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to go as far right. as that, but the fact that like it's a win-win trade where both teams get a receiver that they need for their situation, because now it looks like Malik Willis will be the guy to take over for Ryan Tannehill after Tannehill finds a suitor, you know, who knows? Maybe the Titans say, F it, we're trying to get rid of him. They call the Panthers up. We know you need a quarterback. Let's talk. You know, that opens up a lot of scenarios here. Mm -hmm. Um, But Burks, he should fit well there. He still has Robert Woods alongside him, so he's not the sole option on that team. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that fit there. Um, Furthermore, looking at fits, I think Jordan Davis fits perfectly with the Eagles. They're a team that loves the, you know, build up on that offensive, I mean, the defensive and offensive line. Uh, and he just has that character to be a Philly guy, I feel. Um, exactly. Furthermore, um, 
Olave. Olave should be a good fit if Michael Thomas comes back. I think they need yeah. each other to play off each other. Um, uh, who else do I like? Um, I think I think Pickens. I always text and chase about this. I think Pickens fits perfectly in Pittsburgh for the fact that I think there's two guys in the league, despite the fact that they dealt with AJ Brown, can really get a guy's character in focus, and that's Mike Tomlin and that's Bill Belichick. I feel like. Pickens isn't this a, I mean, this AB type of personality. He shouldn't be. He's not at that level. Um, I think that he'll be able to get him right. Who knows? Is Chase Claypool the answer there long-term in um, Pittsburgh? I, I don't think so. I think he might be the heir apparent there. And Sky Moore should be a good fit. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be Trey. He's going to fit to do the, what Tyreek Hill uh, would do for them in the open field. Obviously, a far less level. You still have Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who's your speed guy there. But I think Sky Moore uh, fits the mold of, like, the small receiver for them. Um, elsewise, um, I mean, Nicobe Dean, that should be a great fit uh, as well. Yep. Uh, Jelani Woods, I like getting uh, the uber-athletic tight end out of Virginia, heading to the Colts. They seem to always develop their tight ends well, whether that be Mavali Cox, Jack Doyle, uh, so on and so forth. They always had good tight ends come through that team. Um, now I got to ask you, what pick? Was, I mean, I think the Patriots one. That one was like, what? But what's the team that we were like? You went with that guy. Like, I feel like you should have gone in a different direction. I think the Commanders are a team we got to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, also, Niners just took a run back. Uh, Tyreon Davis Price. Ooh, I just out, out of, of course we took a running back. We would never not take a running back. Yeah. Um, we're seeing as far as like terrible picks, or like I mean, a fit you don't think makes sense. Like he could be a yeah. good player, you don't like the fit. Yeah, I mean the Packers always kind of puzzle me with their drafting. They didn't go receiver until the until the second round, and they took two defensive players. I just I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe the fit might be decent, but I, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got another question, though, while we think about this. I saw some mm-hmm. people saying that Iki Aquanu is going to be the reason why CMC has a resurgence. You know, a great run blocker. You know, he's got to share up the pass blocking. Uh, what do we think about that situation? Because they haven't addressed quarterback. You know, are they still in the race for any of these guys? They haven't drafted a quarterback yet in these rounds. I mean, there's still guys like Corral up for uh, availability. Um, I mean, we already saw Willis and Ritter and Pickett go. Um, but what do you think about um, – yeah, what do you think about the situation with uh, the Panthers? I mean, I like them taking Iquanu. I think Iquanu was like my 1A, 1B tackle. Uh, it was either, you know, him and Neil. So – I mean, it's a huge need for them. And they were competitive with Darnold for like five or six games. I guess they're just going to run it back with them. Uh, maybe they circle back on Baker Mayfield. But, I mean, I love it for the sake of Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if he's going to get back to, you know, that pre-injury level just because the injuries are so decimating. But, I mean, with – a tackle like this, you know, that could boost your level of production immensely, especially in between the tackles or 
you know, on like a screen, outside screen or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Panthers, they're, they're a bit confusing, but I don't think they're done. I don't think their offseason moves are close to done. Um, and then let's, let's talk about the number one overall pick. Obviously, Trevon mm-hmm. Walker uh, didn't seem like he'd even be in the first round a couple months ago. And like I heard someone say, he took off the pads and he became a first overall pick. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen a guy rise this quickly um, to being nothing to first overall pick uh, in the matter of the college season ends and they're not even in that contention. Um, Do you think the Jags made the wrong pick here? I don't know if they made the wrong pick here because I don't think he's a bad player. I just don't think they had to take him at one. If they were going to go with Walker anyway, why not trade down a few spots? Um, when you have the number one overall pick twice in a row, it's not a good sign of how your organization is managed, right? Mm-hmm. And you've just got to make sure that your pick doesn't suck. And I think that's what they're trying to do here with Walker. I think if they would have gone with a riskier player like Kayvon um, or, you know, I don't know. Evan Neal or something they just they 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 run that risk of you know fucking the pick up and by taking someone like Trayvon Walker who's arguably a safer player you you can trade down to take those type of players and potentially get some more value maybe another third or something so I mean I don't hate the player it's just a weird 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 number one overall pick yeah, and I mean, the situation with trading down is what I've heard is you can always trade down, but if someone does, no one wants to take that pick. Panthers just took Matt Corral. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, fuck. Damn. All right, okay, so he could be – I mean, he's probably better than Sam Darnold at this point. That's but, uh, right. <laughs> I like that pick. I like that pick. Yeah, uh, okay. Shoot, okay. hey, quick – Quick instant reactions. What do we think? Do we think he's the day one guy? I, I'd say so. I think and, he beats uh, out Donald. I, I, I would say so. And I think he works well. I think that eliminates the situation for them going for a guy like Jimmy G. Um, I think pro, Corral's uh, pro ready. Um, it's going to be good that he has a, you know, a security blanket in Christian McCaffrey. That he has DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um I think he could have a really good rookie year. I think he's, he's set up well. He's got Ikea Kwanu. He's got Morton, uh, Moten, Taylor Moten. Um, yep. They got a I solid wonder. team out there. But he's going to be – Matt Rule's praying this man can keep his job. I, I wonder how Robbie Anderson feels about this. He always has something to say. He'll be on Twitter um, shortly. On Twitter he hasn't already. tweeted anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else oh, you want to talk about in this draft so far? Um, uh, like what teams know. you think – do you think there's teams that from this draft that you could expect to potentially do a lot better than people thought? I mean, obviously the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, what's a team that you think – like, they filled some holes that could really, like, push them maybe – I don't know where they're at, either Super Bowl contention, um, playoff mm-hmm. contention, so on and so forth. Yeah. The Vikings had a sneaky, a sneaky good draft. I mean, they traded out of that first round, or later in, down in the first round, and then they take people like that guy. Know, yeah, some huge needs. Lewis, 
is it kind or sign 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 i think yeah you know they needed some secondary booth. help they get it with booth and kind or sign and then they get you know interior offensive line with ed ingram they take a linebacker out samoa it's it was a solid draft for them and i think for a team that's been on the fringe of that like wild card spot this this could push them over the edge into you know securing that spot with the Packers arguably getting worse. You, know, you never know. I like what KC did. Uh, I, I think Carl Loftus is going to do well in that system. Um, it's good that you put him in a system where he's not expected to be the lead pass rusher. Uh, McDuffie's a guy that people have a lot of high praise for. I mean, you were talking about in the group chat earlier today. Uh, he might be a little bit undersized, but so are some of the best cornerbacks we've seen in the league. Um mm-hmm. Then they got Sky Moore, like we mentioned. Um, and the, have they gotten anyone else so far? They uh, took um, Brian Cook in the second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottom of the second. Uh, safety Who has Cincinnati. a picture of James Cook on ESPN. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. But, no, um, yeah, I like what they're d- done so far. Obviously, the wide receivers are going to be a question. You still got Travis Kelsey. Um, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is being highly undervalued right now. Um, yeah. Ooh, ooh, good question. Good one here. Which yep. of the rookie wide receivers so far are you looking at and you're saying, hey, I want to draft this guy in fantasy football next year? Because mm-hmm. there's always for, a rookie for sure. that's going to be like a top 10 fantasy player, and you're going to be like, damn it, I should have picked him. How did I not know? <laughs> yeah like who screams My, production i mean the one who's probably getting slid or two i guess who are getting slid into the immediate wide receiver one role is Traylon burks and christian watson those are guys who are immediately going to get a ton of targets right what they do with those targets is a different question i think burks probably has a higher upside than watson uh, but jameson williams is a sneaky, sneaky, probably a waiver pickup. He probably won't be drafted. Similar to Amonra last year, we saw how good he was, even with Jared Goff as his QB. So now we've got the best deep threat in the draft to the Lions, who needed a receiver badly. I like Jameson Williams. He's going to be a sneaky pickup for fantasy football next year. All right. I mean, looking at the top guys, Wilson, he's good, but, like, I think we're seeing a breakout from more next year. You still got Corey Davis on that team. I don't think he'll be mm-hmm. bad. I think he's going to be worth considering on your fantasy rosters. Drake London's very hit or miss for me because I don't think it's dependent on him. It's dependent on Marcus Mariota and how he plays. Because if Marcus Mariota – Or Desmond Ritter. Or Desmond Ritter. That, that would be crazy to see if Desmond Ritter's the guy that takes over at quarterback. Um but yeah, I think Mariota will start the year as the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Who who do I want to be bold and say it's going to be? Um, could I be mean, Pickens. Yeah, could be Pickens, but I don't know if they're going to throw enough on that team because they have Najee Harris. Um, if Michael Thomas actually give me Olave, I think Olave will have a really good rookie year. I Him and Traylon Burks are two guys that I'll look at. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then the running yeah, backs. Are, running back. Do you think Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker? Where, where? Who do you put above? Ken who? Walker. Not Ken Walker. 
Ken Walker higher Easy. than uh, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. I think the Jets are gonna throw the ball a lot more than the Seahawks. And Rashad Penny has a very high injury tendency, which will give Kenneth Walker a ton of opportunity to be the, the workhorse for that run for that backfield. And Chris Carson's still there too, I'm pretty sure. Crazy. He yeah. is, but he but also he, I mean he's he also never, up he, all the time. he plays six games. <laughs> he never he puts up 17 points a game in fantasy, and then he just does not come back the rest of the season. Kenneth Walker could be special. He could be the best. He no, he will be the best running back since uh Marshawn Lynch in Seattle. I mean, that's not probably that's not a hot take, I don't think. Yeah. Um any other I thoughts? like Brees Hall though. Yeah, but Brees Hall, alongside yeah. Michael Carter, maybe. They give him the Alvin Kamara comparison. If he's catching passes like that, <laughs> you might need to be one in that conversation. Mm. Would you trust one of these guys to be your RB2? Uh, hell no. I'm not drafting any of these guys as my RB2. But as a, as a sneaky flex play, you know, with certain matchups, or if you got a late-round pick, I'm taking – I don't know how high these guys are going to be projected, actually. Brees Hall is going to be projected. I think he might get the, the Clyde Edwards-Alaire treatment, to be honest. Yeah, I could see that. Same, honestly, same with Ken Walker. I could see them, you know, being – Second rounders. Ooh, uh, Minnesota's up uh, after three quarters on Memphis. Um, do you think AJ Brown's a better fantasy option now, or is he a worse fantasy option? I fucking love AJ Brown. It's, that's such a good fit on the Eagles too. I'm so mad about that. I I think he's a better fantasy option. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, he's like the perfect player Philly has needed for the past however many years since like Alshon Jeffries prime. Yeah. Like this is, this is a nasty, nasty guy. If he can stay healthy, like he's an instant top 10 fantasy receiver, like oh, arguably yeah. top five. Nah, he could yeah. be nasty. I mean, just to think that if Jameson Williams wasn't the guy that they went with he, Jameson Williams and, uh, Devontae might be the matchup. Um, Devontae Smith alongside A.J. Brown, that's that's a scary sight. Do, yeah. do we think – there's a lot of pressures on Hurts now. If Hurts can't play well enough, I think – like he sh- if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's gone, I think. I think that's the, they'll hold him to that I standard. think so, too. But – because, oh, man, I don't, want, I don't want it to happen. I love Jalen Hurts. But, like – Imagine they get like CJ Stroud. Oh, I think you wouldn't be able to sleep at night, Jose. This Eagles team is disgusting. I'm telling you, they got so much better. I think they're my biggest winner of the of the draft. They improved from a scrappy team who barely made the playoffs last year to, you know, fringe contenders now. All right, so let's look at the depth chart. Um, we'll fill in as as needed. Uh, at quarterback, you got Hertz, RB1, Miles Sanders. You got Ken Gainwell and Boston Scott. You got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Zach Pascal, and Quez Watkins. That's a good receiving group there. Yeah. You got Dallas Goddard, one of the best tight ends in the league, of course. Uh, they have J.J. Arcega-Whiteside as their fourth-string tight end. <laughs> Yeah, he cannot play receiver for his fucking um, life. 
They got Mylata. They got Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey. Of course, they dropped to that center. He might slot in. If not, it's Isaac uh, Sumalo. And then uh, Lane Johnson. Then you got mm-hmm. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis. Javon Hargrave, yeah. Derek Barnett, uh, Josh Schwett, Kaiser White. Very good. Yeah, pick I forgot they got Kaiser White. Nicole Dean. Oh my Hassan, God. Hassan Reddick. Darius Slay, oh Marcus uh, Epps, or Kevon Wallace, Anthony yeah. Harris, Avante Maddox. Really, this team, if they go out and they're I want a corner you to hear away this. from a Super Bowl. I want you to hear this. We talked about this guy having to get moved. What if they get James Bradbury? Oh, fuck. What you doing? Oh, fuck. No, they're literally a guy like that away from a Super Bowl. Like, Holy no shit. funny shit. This team has so much depth. Oh. Nicobe Dean is their, like, rotational linebacker. <laughs> They've got Kaiser as their mic. And then Nicobe just rotating in with Hassan Reddick. <sighs> Kaiser White had, like, a lot of tackles last year. He was really good on that Chargers team. Yeah, he is a he's a very damn bro. The only thing is, I mean, Avante Maddox is kind of dog. Uh, <laughs> dog water, yeah. Not a, a dog, like he is dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's like making me feel better. But if they if they get a guy like Bradbury, like I don't know their cap situation. They, the Giants are stupid if they did that. But like imagine they're like I think oh, they yeah, have to like do a third for James Bradbury. They would take that. I don't. I don't think teams would be willing to to trade for a guy that's likely going to get cut. Um, uh, I would if I'm if I'm the Eagles. I'm like I don't want any other team to have a chance to sway him. I'm throwing yeah. a pick at them. I mean, maybe like not like a not a valuable pick. I'd give him like a, a, a day three pick. Yeah, a fourth. Yeah, I think a yeah. fourth would do it. Oh my gosh! Could you get? One of the most underappreciated corners in the NFL in Slay. James Bradbury as a two is insane. Maddox will fight fit fine in the slot. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Dude, Zach, why are the Zach Eagles good? an X factor on that team, too. Why are the Eagles good? Okay, we're, we're hyping them up. Right? <laughs> we're hyping them up right now, but the Eagles low key every year have some crazy, like, scandal or something going on like <laughs> like watch they're gonna have a qb controversy like week two gunner mitchell's getting in there every yeah every year they're like bombarded with injuries so you know what's the only thing they have two first round picks next year oh my god they had the Saints. i hate this who the saints might not be good because they don't have sean payton anymore it's a whole new team yeah you they're don't know not gonna the be same good. old saints they have their pick. They could use it to trade up, get themselves, uh, or they say, F it, let's trade back again. We'll get Caleb Williams next year. Because mm. let's say best case scenario, Hurts is the deal. He becomes a very good quarterback, serviceable quarterback. Yeah. They just use those picks on talented gods. And him and A.J. Brown work out like all the time in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Like they've got chemistry. Because I was going to say they're a pass rusher away, but they have a son Reddick now. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Jose, this is giving me sweats, bro. 
actually great I, team. I man. actually hate this. Like, I actually fucking hate this. Especially seeing how the Cowboys are just botching this fucking draft. Yeah, this is insane. I mean, Eagles fans, I know sometimes are delusional, but shout out. Like, y'all seems actually legit now. Like, it's, I'm on the yeah. I'm on the train, like as in like I'm supporting y'all. Um, yeah. Not with we playing, but if the Eagles yeah. the fly, Eagles fly. We'll, we'll get it to you. Jalen Hurts is my fantasy pick next year. Ooh, and he's not he's even my guy. projected high in ESPN mock no. drafts yet. No, he's my guy next year. I don't care. I mean, he was my guy last year in one of my leagues, and he, I mean, he was amazing pretty much the whole season up until the end. Derek Carr might be my guy. Derek Carr might be my guy. Mm, I the rushing upside isn't there, but dude, okay, got... wait. They've also got Andre Dillard, who they can just like trade away for something. Oh my gosh, yeah, and he's like first round pick like two years ago, and he's a respected yeah. guy. Oh my gosh, yeah. forgot about that. And then, like, yeah. if guard if Hertz is out, Gardner Minshew is a very good like serviceable quarterback. Um, yeah, definitely. Like they got a good pass rush rotation. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So mad. I think strong so safety is their work, their their weakness. Their secondary, secondary yeah, their secondary is just it's a little. Mid. It's not as bad as it used to be. Slay helps it's it not, out. Yeah, well. yeah. But it's not the Jalen Mills and whoever the fuck else they have. Howie, get me in there. We're bringing in James Bradbury. We're restructuring his restructuring his contract. Y'all making the bull again. And, like, the thing is, somebody always breaks out. Mm-hmm. Like, during the season, somebody always steps up, breaks out. Like, someone is going to be good exactly. that we have no clue about right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, it could be John Mechie. Fifth string. Who knows? Y'all wait on that. John Mechie going to be crazy. Uh, <laughs> anyone, inter- anyone interesting gone since we uh, – David Bell from Purdue. Ooh, Brian Robinson to the – Mm, Brian, I like that. Brian Robinson going to uh, the Commanders. He's low-key like a, a Antonio Gibson, size-wise. Yeah, 6'2", 225. That's a big boy. A big boy. David Bell's a good speedster. Deshaun yeah. Watson plays some games. Oh, yeah. Oh, that team's still like – I don't know. I saw my question marks about that, too. But – at the consensus of the episode, though, we Eagles, we Eagles fanboying it right now. We just we drooling over the potential that the Eagles can be. Um, any other me- things you want to mention before we hop off? No, F. Jerry Jones. Uh, yeah, F. Jerry Jones for leaking your draft board uh, on a <laughs> press conference and then dissing his son for mean? taking Taco Charlton or whatever. Like, why? What, what is the point of that? Exactly. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, stay tuned. We'll be doing the whole, like, you know, off-season grading recap and all that stuff. But, hey, Coast Coast Podcast, as always, signing out. Peace.